0: A managing executive for cloud hosting and security at Vodacom business, uh, Gabelo Makwane, says that almost as soon as COVID-19 appeared, so did the increase in related cyber attacks and email scams. Now, since the World Health Organization declared the coronavirus a pandemic, uh, Kas- uh, Kaspersky, is Kaspersky, or Kaspersky uh, I'm sure he will correct me, a lab, has reported a spike in devices affected by uh, cyber attacks from the north which is usually just under 30,000 daily to about 310,000 on the 18th of March in South Africa alone. Makwane says that uh, with the financial pressures uh, many might also be tempted to use uh, pirated software or free internet applications and uh, these pirated software uh, applications uh, could carry the risk of hidden malware uh, which might compromise your personal information in the process. So for more on this uh, we are joined on the line now by Managing Executive for Cloud Hosting and Security at Vodacom Business, Kabelo Makwane. Thanks for your time this afternoon.
1: Thank you, Sakina, and good afternoon to all your listeners.
0: Uh, Firstly, uh, Mr. Makwane, can we just uh, get an update as uh, from the 18th of March because there was an exponential increase there in uh, the number of cases. Has it since increased?
1: yes Sakina, we are seeing uh, an upsurge uh, in the uh, the number of incidents uh, from a cyber cyber perspective one of the things that you will note takina uh, uh, is that uh, with the increased uh, availability of uh, of bandwidth uh, and more users moving to uh, digital and mobile uh, you are basically there's a direct correlation uh, with the, the uh, increased uh, incidence and prevalence of cyber cyber threats, and therefore cyber security, uh, you know, um, incidences for users in South Africa, uh, we we have maybe around you know 50 million active uh, mobile internet users, uh, and this is as per the recent uh, statistics, and um, and and basically hackers. Uh, look to this as a, as a very good lush, uh, you know, um, hunting grounds uh, for for cyber cyber scams and uh, and infiltration uh, strategies. Let's uh, bear in mind that uh, cyber attacks also rely on increased bandwidth capacity. Uh, so the more bandwidth we do have, uh, it has the unintended consequence of exposing our our users of uh, internet services or. So, uh, a, a mobile services to, to, to increase vulnerability. Um, so, so what we would like, you know, just, you know, our users here to, to observe is that there's some really, you know, basic fundamental things uh, because not all is very sophisticated, like, for instance, distributed denial uh, of service attacks, which, which may be, you know, launched by syndicates. Uh, Some of these things are are pretty basic best practices that our users can employ to make sure that uh, they remain safe. And companies should surely also uh, advise their respective employees as more people move to work from home, uh, you know, as a matter of imperative uh, under the the COVID circumstances, uh, to observe these these basic guidelines. Uh, And these would include, uh, you know, you know, making sure that, you know, uh, passwords are strong passwords, so they, which, which should include characters, special uh, special characters, numbers, uh, as well as as well as, uh, uh, letters. Um, and there shouldn't be passwords that, for instance, are related to your kids' names or your pet names or your, or your birth dates, et cetera, et cetera. Typically, those are, are, are easy targets. Um link to passwords... Uh, Most organizations today also use uh, uh, technology such as multi-factor authentication. Uh, Banks have have employed this uh, very, very uh, widely. Uh, So this is basically the the use of, uh, you know, uh, SMS codes which are sent to your mobile when you log on to an Internet site to just verify that the person who is logging on is indeed and, in fact, uh, the right person. uh, the other pieces are because of mobile work and, and organizations having less control over the devices, and devices meaning mobile devices, laptop devices, and so on, uh, coming into the, the, uh, the work environment, uh, these, these users now have to take a bit more control and a bit more responsibility for making sure that their networks are also secure, use of uh, technologies such as virtual private networks, and these, these are software that can be loaded on their PCs, uh, managed by, by their organizations, but they have the responsibility to make sure that when they do uh, basically connect to their offices, mm. this is, this is, this is, uh, these, these things are set up and, and done and available so that the traffic is encrypted and is not visible to everybody that, that, that's on the inter- uh, internet. Uh, and maybe last but not least, I think it's just around making sure we often take it for granted that if things are working on the PC, you know, then everything is, is good and all is well. Uh, but you'll be shocked, uh, Sakina, to learn that some people are still using Windows, uh, you, know, uh, you know, 2000 Professional or, or 98 or sort of very old versions of operating systems. And this is probably the, the, the biggest vulnerability point uh, because people are often... Scared to tinker with them with their machines when they are working, but upgrades, regular software upgrades and regular operating system upgrades is really really vital for making sure that you mitigate against uh, those vulnerabilities and possible attacks. And last but not least, is phishing scams. Uh, Many uh, a person has, has fallen victim to phishing scams, and these. Uh, typically take the form of emails that get sent. You can imagine, Takina, now with uh, people filing for UIF and all the different and various government communications coming out, organisations also communicating largely through digital platforms and email. Uh, you know, le- legitimate emails can be intercepted and and essentially uh, manipulated by hackers to look uh, like they're legitimate, or they can recreate on the back of uh, uh, emails that are making the rounds, and then insert links which will take you know users who are unwary uh, to malicious sites, uh, which will then expose them to trojans and, and malware. So these are some of the basic things that uh, people can, can look out for, Killer,
0: And just uh, very briefly, a final question. The likes of Vodacom and other mobile network uh, providers have made other sites, at least some of their sites, zero-rated uh, to assist with uh, Education, for example, during this COVID nineteen lockdown, how secure mm-hmm. are these sites?
1: Yes, I can. Our security is at the heart of uh, of how we provide a mobile and and uh, telecommunications uh, services. So, from a from a votercom perspective, we have ensured that uh, these sites are are protected. We are working also with the respective partners, the ecosystem partners, OEMs. Uh, you know, original equipment manufacturers like Microsoft and, and, and others uh, to make sure that even the IP addresses that we, uh, we use for these zero-rated sites uh, can be secured and, and we are able to, to manage you know, effectively manage against any sort of threats uh, or security, uh, you know, exposures uh, to, to learners, particularly because we are dealing with, uh, with uh, students and, and learners for sure.
0: Oh, thanks so much, Managing Executive for Cloud Hosting and Security at Vodacom Business, Kabelo Makwane.